Hello, welcome back to the Christian Weekly Newsletter. I'm your host, Dane Camella. Thank you for tuning in yet again to another newsletter. Why do we need a Savior? Genesis 2 and 3. Before we jump in into this week's newsletter, if you'd like to support us in any way, check out litwithprayer.com. That's L-I-T-W-I-T-H prayer.com. If you'd like to support us and pick up any of our Christian-related tools from books to jewelry to our God's Got Me shirts, thank you again. Okay, let's tune in. Why do we need a Savior? Adam and Eve were like God because they were created in God's image, had domain over all living things, and had everything they needed. God had placed them in the beautiful Garden of Eden, which was full of fruit-bearing trees. Both Adam and Eve, husband and wife, were naked and they were not ashamed. Among the trees were the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. God told Adam that they could eat from every tree except from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. God said to Adam that the day he eats of the fruit, he and they would surely die. Now, among the beasts in the garden, creation was the serpent, who was the smartest of all beasts and could speak. He spoke to Eve and asked a question. He asked Eve if God had really said they could not eat at the fruit of every tree in the garden. Eve replied that they could eat from all the trees except for one. She said they could not eat nor even touch the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, or they would die. The serpent went on to say they would not surely die because God knows that the day they eat of the fruit of that tree, they will become like God, having their eyes open to know both good and evil. Eve looked at the fruit, seeing it was good for food, pleasant to the eyes, and described to make one wise. She took off the fruit and ate and gave some to her husband, Adam, who was with her, and he ate as well. Then the, uh, the then their eyes, both of them, were opened, and they realized that they were naked. They sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves, and when they heard the sound of the Lord, God walking through the garden in the, in the cool of the day, they hid themselves. God called out to Adam and asked where he was. Adam said he hid himself when he heard the voice because he was afraid and was naked. God asked him, who told you that you were naked? Did you eat of the tree that I commanded you you should not eat? Adam quickly blamed Eve, the woman who God had given him. He said, she gave the fruit to him and he ate it. God asked Eve, what is this you have done? Eve quickly blamed the serpent in that he had deceived her and she ate of the forbidden fruit. God cursed the serpent so that it would crawl on its belly all of its days. God told the woman that she would have pain and sorrow in conception, bring children into this world with pain. Her desire would be for her husband and that he would rule over her. For Adam, Man, the earth would be cursed and he would have to work and sweat for his, their livelihood. God said that mankind had become like himself, knowing good and evil. To keep Adam Eve from going to the tree of life to eat of its fruits and live forever. He drove them out of the garden and had, wing, and had a winged angel with a flaming sword guard the entrance. God also made the tunics of skin and clothed them. God gave Adam and Eve free will to choose and obey and live forever or disobey and die. Since God gave the commandment to Adam before he created Eve from Adam's rib, it was Adam's responsibility to make sure that neither he nor his wife disobeyed God. God created Adam both from male and female, but took Eve from Adam's side to be his equal complement. Eve knew that they were not to eat of the forbidden fruit, but listened to the serpent as they were lied to as they lied to her. She gave the fruit to Adam, who was with her. Sin was introduced into the world. The emotion of fear became real, and the process of physical death became a reality. The Bible says that we are all born into sin because of Adam's disobedience. How could God save mankind when his creation chose to disobey? 
The Bible calls Satan the devil, the old serpent, and makes many references from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelations. Satan used the serpent as his instrumental instrument to lie and deceive Eve. The Bible does not say that Adam was deceived. He willingly followed his wife Eve. It is interesting to note that they were already like God. Satan made Eve question God's integrity and made her wonder if he was keeping a secret from them. After their eyes were opened, they were afraid, they were ashamed of their nakedness, and hid from God. Satan still uses his Garden of Eden tactics today. He lies to us, instills fear in us, and uses shame and guilt to keep us from seeking a close relationship with God. Despite Adam's failure, God has a plan to redeem mankind to himself and sent Jesus as the second Adam. The first Adam was created from the dust of earth, and Jesus was created from the power of the Holy Spirit that conceived a male child in in the Virgin Mary. Jesus was both a man and God, but did not use his divine powers before he was raised from the dead. He did not sin. Jesus' death became the ultimate sacrifice to pay for all of mankind's sin, and he took our punishment on the cross. Jesus had free will but chose to do his Father's will on earth. Jesus came to restore man's relationship with God that was lost in the garden. When you believe on Jesus and receive him as your personal Savior, you are spiritually reborn and have eternal life as God's free gift. God loves you and me and wants you in his family. If you have not received Jesus as your Savior, do so today and pray this simple prayer with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me and wanting me to have a personal relationship with you. I'm sorry for my sins, and I ask you to forgive me now of all my sins, past, future, and present. I believe that you sent Jesus to die and pay the price of sin and death. You raised him from the dead and now received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me grow closer to you. Guide me, direct me, heal me, and prosper me as my soul prospers in you. In Jesus' name I claim, amen. Personal development tip of the week, gratitude is so important to our daily lives. I try every single day to write down three to five things I'm grateful for because it says in the Bible to thank God for what he has already done in your life. Today, take a little time to journal down some of the things you can be grateful for. There's a few example belows for to give you uh, some examples of some of the things I write. Thank you, God, for this great day. Thank you, God, for my life and the opportunities in front of me. Thank you, God, for my friends, my family, and my community. Thank you, thank you God, for making me strong, healthy, wealthy, and wise. Prayer for the week. Dear Heavenly Father, I am praying over this individual's week. Thank God it's Monday, Lord, and I am praying for your divine protection, direction, and guidance. Bless them to grow in their spiritual and personal development and trust you in all that they do. In Jesus' name I claim, amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's newsletter. Again, if you'd like to support us, consider checking out litwithprayer.com, L-I-T-W-I-T-H, prayer.com, for any of our devotional tools, resources, and Christian-based jewelry. Thank you so much. Have an amazing week. God bless you, and I'll see you in the next week's newsletter.